Hey guys, welcome to Boning Soul. Uh, today I have a really cool guest today, a guy I've been wanting to get on for um, a little while now. His name is Dan Osterhout, and he is the owner of um, Eastern Woods Outdoors. Now, Eastern Woods Outdoors also goes by DoubleSteps.com on the internet. Um, they sell, a, well, they cater to the saddle hunting crowd. So um, if you're into basically anything but the actual saddles he sells. So if you're into building your own, you know, getting into the whole DIY spirit of saddle hunting where if you're going to build your own sticks, you're going to you're looking for ropes, you're looking for um advice, if you're looking for carabiners, if you're looking for ascending units, uh you know, places or or components to to build your own sticks and stands and that kind of stuff. Um this is the place to go. So this is a really really cool interview. Um I'm really glad that he was able to uh able to come on so definitely go check that out. I will leave a link uh, in the description below to check out uh, Dan's uh, online store. Again, it's Eastern Woods Outdoors, but uh, you get to it by typing www.doublesteps.com. And uh, without further ado, we are going to interview Dan Osterhout. All right, I think we are recording. We're good, right? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Cool. All right. Well, everybody, um, we have a, another special guest on tonight. Uh, I'm going to say your last name, and I'm going to get it right. It's Dan Osterhout. That's pretty close. Osterhout. Osterhout. Almost nailed it. Almost nailed it. <laughs> so so uh, you go by Dano, and if anybody um, that's in the saddle hunting world knows that name, knows the name Dano, you are the owner and proprietor of Eastern Woods Outdoors slash DoubleSteps.com. Is that right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. So first of all, I want to thank you for, for, for doing this. You said this is your first podcast, so I'm really honored uh, yeah. that you're going to spend your time late at night with me. I appreciate that. Um, we were just no talking, problem. you know, before we started recording here that, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're basically, I mean, this is your, your, your second business. You're, I mean, just hard at work all, all hours of the morning, all hours at night. And uh, I said, that's just kind of what it takes. So um, yeah. I, I, I've had dealings with you. And there's not a single person that I've ever seen or heard of or talked to that 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 doesn't you know rave about you know the customer service they get from you. So I think you provide a really good service. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't want to get too far ahead. Do you want do you want to talk a little bit about what what Eastern Woods Out, Outdoors is and what it caters to? Uh, yeah, basically we are uh, you know anything saddle hunting related, but not strictly saddle hunting. But that's kind of the niche market that we've kind of put ourselves into and everything but the saddle and the platform so pretty much any way of climbing up the tree jumping out of the tree um, all your accessories that type of stuff so you sell everything from um, sticks steps uh, any platforms we have platform parts for the DIY guys we right. get, we have a lot of DIY type stuff for guys making saddles, for making platforms, but we actually don't have the platform. So like mine, I've built quite a few of the ones that have a scooter, uh, electric scooter footrest, which is a little smaller than like the tethered Predator. Mm-hmm. And that mounts right up on a inch and a quarter post and works great. So some guys so use a guy... XOP, some guys use lone wolf seats <clears throat> and so forth. Right. Um, and you also have obviously ropes, carabiners, uh, you know, I mean, everything, right. To basically like be able to, 
to put together a full saddle hunting kit, like you said, minus the saddle. Correct. Mm -hmm. Unless you're making your own saddle, then we've got parts for that. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Like what, you know, wedding and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. I, I basically heard of you, um, you know, just like anybody else. I basically, um, I think it was either, it was probably the Saddle Hunter Forum. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, kept seeing the name Dano, 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 Dano's this, Dano's that. Go, go ask Dano. I got this rope from Dano, and I'm like, what is this Dano? And it's it's obviously Dan uh, Osterhout. And you, you you your your website is it's it's Eastern Woods Outdoors. And uh, if you type that in, you actually you can either type that in or get the doublesteps.com, right? It's, it's the same Correct. website. And mm -hmm. it seems to be growing like daily because I'll visit that mm -hmm. often. And I'm like, man, <laughs> they've got more and more stuff. So I guess there's so many avenues we can go down with this one. But, um, you know, let, let, we can kind of back up a bit. What got you interested in Let's just stick to the saddle hunting part of it. I know you said you, you offer stuff that's not necessarily just for saddle hunting, but mm -hmm. what got you interested in in the in the saddle movement? How long you, have you been into it? And and you know how did how did you dive into there and then be like, hey, I'm gonna build a business around this? <laughs> yeah, that thought never crossed my mind. Um, <laughs> I I mean I've been hunting since uh, you know the '80s when I was a teenager, and I love hunting elevated. Um, I am mostly self-taught i hunt a lot by myself so i like being up in the tree where i have better visibility you know as a teenager as a kid you climb any tree you want climb up and hunt from a branch right right um, i never knew about saddle hunting um I, the craziest thing is i stumbled onto saddlehunter.com um just from a, a google search on something totally unrelated an aider I was making okay. an aider for a different use, and it linked to saddlehunter.com. And I stumbled on that. I'm going, whoa, what is this? Right. And uh, that really piqued my interest. That was a couple of years ago, uh, back when it was pretty small. Um, you know, I've only been doing this a couple of years. And we, I never set out to make a business. What happened is there was a need. Everyone kept saying they wanted a double step for their lone wolf sticks. Um, ah, right. Guys don't like the, uh, you know, the single step when you're standing on top to be able to hang your next stick or hang your platform. And I've got a buddy from church that's a uh, really good machinist, and he had just started his own business like the prior year. He had left the company he'd been with, and so he had his own machine shop, so he had a little bit of time. Um, and I brought it to him. I said, hey, can we make this double step? <laughs> so we, we just did a group buy. It wasn't a business at that point. It was, hey, let's ah, make a hundred okay. of them. And we sold them. I packaged them all up. I took the money, gave it to him. Didn't make a dime on any of that. And then guys wanted more. We did another group buy, another batch. How soon did you sell the first batch of hundred? Oh, it was immediate. Yeah. Uh, so had... was that the kind of spark? Like, oh, hey, I might be on to something here. No, not, not yet. It was not uh, yet. The after the next batch. Um, I'm sitting there going, this is a lot of work. <laughs> you know, you're doing the PayPal and the shipping labels right. and, you know, dropping yeah. off the post office. I said, this is just too much work to try to organize it. And I'm a computer programmer by, uh, by day. So I said, I'm just going to put up a website and that's where double steps came from. So doublesteps.com. And that was the website just to sell double steps to make it easier on me, not to start a business really. 
Right. Okay. <laughs> now, were you selling the entire stick, or was it was the uh, the the step just like an extra step that step that someone like drilled and, and added to a, a long wool stick? Right. So it was just the double step. Uh, we started with a design from uh, DIY Sportsman. He had mm -hmm. shared it online. We kind of took it, and uh, my machinist made some changes to make it easier and cheaper to machine, and it you know it just bolts right onto a lone wolf stick, and you know, after a few weeks, that's really when we kind of got into guys talking about squirrel steps and doing a, uh, a mare step replacement. So got with my machinist, and there's a huge thread on saddlehunter.com about squirrel steps. And that was basically our second product. And what is a squirrel step? Can you dive into that? Yeah, so in saddle hunting especially, the um, ring of steps is very popular. So yep. a ring of steps uh, at the time, everyone, uh, Amer steps were very popular. Uh, they were not made anymore. So used ones were going for quite a bit of money. And uh, there was, you know, some others that had come and gone, uh, API, Golden Box and some other steps, uh, but nothing readily available. And so we made, set out to make a lightweight aluminum version of an Amer step and that Okay. Came up with squirrel steps. Came up with squirrel steps. Awesome. So those were like your first two mm -hmm. products, basically. And then after yeah. that, you just started adding more and more stuff. I mean, did you, I, I, I guess, um, how long has the website been up? A couple of years or? Yeah. So at the uh, Halloween 2018 is when we put it up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So basically you got in right with the surge of, um, of, of yeah. interest in saddle hunting because last yeah. year I was new to it. I was, I was brand spanking new, never been in a saddle. Um, and, and, and what kind of drew me to it is, um, I, I just didn't feel comfortable in a tree stand. I've never mm -hmm. felt comfortable in a tree stand because they're kind of wobbly. I don't care how well you lock them. I don't care how well you cam over, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, yep. I was kind of getting, I was getting rid of mine. And then, I, and then the saddle thing came along and I'm like, oh, I'm going to try it. Cause I was going to sell my XOP vanish anyway. Mm -hmm. um, for, for, for you, what was the spark for you that you were going to, now I know you said you kind of grew up, you know, in limb, you know, climbing a tree and this, that, and the other, but what was that kind of defining moment? Like, okay, I feel better in, in a saddle than I do in a tree stand. What, what made you make that switch? Yeah. So I, I, Jumped in before there was any commercially available saddles. So I, I got a uh, rock climbing harness and I have rock climbing experience from college. Uh, so I have a rock climbing harness and a sit drag. And okay. I got out in the tree, got up there, and it immediately I knew that was for me. Um, I'm six foot five and oh. sitting on a hang on. Uh, you can just imagine where my knees are. So yeah, you're tacoed yeah, over. Yeah. Yeah. And a ladder stand. Yeah. I've got several ladder stands and most of the time I got to take my feet off, you know, the normal rung and go to the next rung or just let them. Right. Down. It's just not yep. comfortable. And the beauty of saddle hunting is you can set up the distance on how you lean, how you mm -hmm. sit, how you recline, all of that. So yeah, big game changer for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think everyone kind of comes to it with, with their, with their different, different reasons. Did you mm -hmm. find, um, did, did you find uh, other than being more comfortable, but as far as the way you shoot now, um, do, what do you, are you, are you a bow hunter or do you use a rifle out of there? How do you hunt? Whatever I can hunt in. So well, whatever's whatever in season. season huh? So uh, yeah. I, I am a, I use a crossbow 
I mean, I use a uh, compound bow. Mm-hmm. I use a handgun. I use a shotgun. In Michigan, we have to use shotguns in lower Michigan. Yeah, us in, too here mm-hmm. in Minnesota. Yep. Yeah. Northern Michigan, I can use a rifle. So mm-hmm. I took one with the doe. Uh, I took a doe with a rifle up north. So, yeah, any legal method. Uh, any legal method. Mm-hmm. Did you um, th- did you have to do any adjustments? Did you find um, you know aside from which which way you're facing, obviously the tree. But mm-hmm. did you have to when you first let, let's just let's just talk archery for a second, because um, because the gun thing I think um, well maybe maybe I'm assuming would be would be easier to adapt no matter what right as long as you have yeah. you brace against the tree and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, did you find that you had? uh you know more stability less stability how did that affect your uh, your 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 ability to shoot a compound bow i i found it a little bit easier uh i'm never i've never been comfortable shooting sitting down mm-hmm. um you know and especially it's come on the wrong side it's always seems like for me you know the prime time the last hour you know it's like i'm standing in my yeah tree stand you know i I just don't like having to stand up and and do that so with saddle hunting i just found it so much more natural as a leaner i'm leaning 90 percent of the time uh i just you know sit a little bit take the pressure off the knees so i'm leaning i'm already in position to shoot um right for six o'clock all the way out you know without hardly any movement so i found that much much easier for me Mm -hmm. um i'm already in position so i I like that part of it Mm-hmm. Did you find yourself a little more stable um, as an overall, like, like you as a shooting platform, like not the platform you're standing on, but you as, you know, skeletal mm-hmm. musculature, you know, did you find you're more stable um, than, than you were contorting around in a, in a tree stand or? Right. Because uh, I will admit it, I never wore safety harnesses. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, in a tree stand without a safety harness, uh, you had to be careful how far you were leaning out. Mm-hmm. And uh and yeah, it's amazing. I survived uh, all those years climbing up in trees and old ladder stands, old you know, right. two by fours climbing up. So so yeah, with the rope, with the tether, you're just that much more stable. Yeah, you're constantly in tension. I I, I try to yep. tell people that. Yep. Um, and you know, I, I think most people who are curious about it have kind of got the word, even if they haven't tried it yet. But mm-hmm. even even like last year, when people are like, "Man, and how can you be?" stable with that how, how do you feel safe and i'm like wait a minute. i i personally like i said i never liked I'm, I'm not afraid of heights i just don't feel comfortable um i need to be absolutely secure rock solid mm-hmm. with with whatever footing i'm standing on that it's not going to wobble or move because we all right. do that and then you know kind of moves a look on the engine and like your stomach drops like you're going down a roller coaster <laughs> like oh, i'm going down you know so I, I i don't like that that um uncertainty in the back of my mind but because you're mm-hmm. constantly under tension um, there's just like almost like a safety blanket, this imaginary safety blanket that's like comforting. Like, okay, I can worry about getting into position rather than, you know, can I can I twist and lean out a little extra with you know with my top mm-hmm. end without trying to kick the plat, you know, the my stand out or whatever. So anyway, or, so that that yeah. go ahead. Yeah, or the creaking of the ladder stand or the hang on, you know. Uh, yeah. You're shifting yeah. on that, uh, your boots with mud or snow and ice. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, you can make a lot of noise. And uh, y- yeah, you bring can. Bring the steps, not so much. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I, I actually try, speaking of Ring of Steps, because um, I've been, this past year, like I said, I, I dove in all last year and I tried a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. And um, I did try, just just for, you know, giggles and grins, I, I got a, a set of like Ring of Steps. I don't know, I don't know if it's like, you know, the Ring of Steps or somebody made <laughs> them or whatever, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, they were they were plastic, you know, hard plastic, whatever, uh, with like a, um, like a ratchet strap and stuff. Yeah. And then I literally got the box. I got it off the of Saddle Hunter or, or one of the forums or whatever. I literally got the box, opened it up, pulled it out, and the thing weighed a ton. It was clangy, and they all banged mm. into each other. And, I, and yeah. I, I didn't even take it out, and you know, and try it. And what I looked at it, felt it, and I said, "Nope." I put it right back in the box and relisted <laughs> it. You know, <laughs> yeah. It, it was just like, yeah, but but I mean, to each their own. Everybody has what they're comfortable with and what what they're, mm-hmm. um, you know. And and we can get into that a little bit too. Um, like last year, as far as um, uh, platforms go. Uh, I was using the the, the artisan outdoor um, mm, fabrications okay. one that just bolts to the top of the stick. You know, mm-hmm. um, I really like that. But as as listeners will probably hear me say for the umpteenth time, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating this. But I never felt with that one. Um, I, I could never do the full, like kind of, you know, this, this supposed 360 around the tree, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that's touted so often with, Hey, you're able to do that with saddle hunting mostly mm-hmm. because, um, uh, it, it does a great job with what it does, but it, you're limited on foot room and you're limited on how far you can spread your legs apart to kind of brace one against the other and kind of steady mm-hmm. your body to yeah. do shots around the side of the tree or the backside of the tree. So, um, what I did this year is uh i actually put a review on it i i went and got a predator platform Mm -hmm. uh i i literally it's been in the tree one time i went i tried it you know i I did the video on it and i'm like okay i think i'm going to do that because because that one does have like the little wings off to the side and you can kind of push off and you know but here's the thing um because i want stick climb uh it was so good to have that that artisan platform just on my stick and that's all i have one stick and my my stick is my platform and my platform is my stick now i've been trying to figure out ways to carry you know that and uh in like a stick and the predator and it's just you know like it's it's jagged and angular and i don't want to buy the little 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 pouch for it because that's something extra you got to carry and I honestly, I think I'm going to just, I've literally had it less than a week and I've tried it once. I think I'm going to relist it because what I did, um, going back to some of this like DIY thing that we can kind of dive down with, with building sticks. I do want to get to that. But what I did is um, just today, I tried flipping around uh, that, that, that artisan mm-hmm. outdoor platform. So yeah. instead of like the open V part, like facing the tree and being kind of closer to the tree, I flipped it. Now I'm not mm-hmm. advocating that this is the right way to do it, you know, to, to each their own, be careful. You know, I, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. within the design parameters, you know, but um, I flipped it. So that the open V part, you know, is facing out away from the tree and it actually stands. I, I think I gained another like two or three inches, like away from the tree. Cause I'm, sure. I'm trying to shoot a tra- traditional bow out of there. And my problem was a limb clearance. And my problem also mm-hmm. was again, trying to push against the backside. I didn't have, you know, much leverage to push against. So I went and tried it this morning with this thing. And I'm like, you know what? Um, cause I actually, I, I ratchet strap my, my stick. It's a hawk helium stick. stick. Mm-hmm. I, I ratchet strap it to the tree. Um, solely because I want to be able to push off the side. I don't want any kickouts or whatever. It's rock solid when I do that. And but I found that when I flipped this uh, platform, it, it it gave me a little bit more clearance, just distance away from the tree. 
And I could kind of hook my knee or, you know, my leg around the backside of the tree and push off with a little better, more, more kind of spread apart, my, my feet more spread apart room because that artisan platform is a little bit farther away. And then I got thinking, cool, I've accomplished what I wanted to do. And I don't think I need a predator platform anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, that might be ridiculous you know premature because i've only like tried to let it like i said once in the tree and i have nothing bad to say against the predator or anything like that any of the products but um i think the the roundabout i went down a squirrel hole here the roundabout <laughs> way i'm trying to say is i think everyone needs to try different things when they're saddle hunting to make them feel comfortable for their particular shooting style and their particular weapon i mean do you agree right. I totally agree. And the best way to do that, unless you got deep wallet, you know, is to go to a, a saddle demo day. Uh, they're mm-hmm. hosted in just about every state now. Um, yeah. Just small get togethers could be 20, 25 people. And, you know, people are bringing all their gear. So you go and you can try out a predator. You can try out, you know, one of the other stands. You can try out the scout, the solo scout, um, mm-hmm. any of those. And that those are great ways to, uh, you know, save your money and, and try things out. Now it's limited. Yeah. You're not going to maybe get to put, uh, you know, an hour or two on it, but at least you might be able to eliminate a couple things. And uh, I think when you know, you know, pretty, pretty mm-hmm. quickly, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh, this is for me or, Hey, I can work with this or Nope, not going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. At, at Saddle Plaza um, in Georgia this year, I took a, a stick with a, um, a scout an angled scout on it and put it up on the tree for the guys to jump on. And everyone's first reaction was, I don't think that's going to be comfortable. And they were very skeptical, but once they got up there, especially the guys that lean, Mm -hmm. they, they lean and it matches your lean. So you got four plus inches of purchase on each foot against that scout. And it's away from the tree. Like what you just did with the artisan outdoors platform. And you've right. got plenty of room. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was I was looking at that. That's the it's the so so that's from out on a limb, right? Correct. The, mm-hmm. Okay, so they have the scout and the solo scout, and the solo scout's the smaller one, and that's also another one. Like you said, exactly. I, I've I've been you know kind of caught my eye, and you're right. It does you know angle downward, right? And you're like, huh, mm-hmm. you know, is that gonna be comfortable? But you're right. When you're leaning away from the tree, it's almost like you're you know. Like if you were to tilt it, like you'd be standing straight up on, or, you know, like exactly. you know, straight on yeah. it instead of your your feet being um, pretty much on the edge, you know, right. of let's say the platform I'm using, you know. So, right. um, yeah, and like you said, that platform bolts to the outside of the stick, right? So it gives you a little more clearance on Correct. away from mm-hmm. the tree. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's um, basically what you yeah, just that, did. That definitely caught my eye. <laughs> yeah. So there's a straight version too of the Scout. And then mm-hmm. the angled version. And then the Scout Solo is the one that actually straps directly to the tree. And uh, uh, Josh uh, Redbeard from the forums, Redbeard, mm-hmm. he did a demo of that at the Pennsylvania Demo Day of his system of not one sticking, but just using the Solo Scout. Right. And uh, I think it's actually Scout Solo. I gotta say the right word. Uh, and just using that with an aider all the way up the tree. So you don't I even think have I saw sticks. the video yeah. or I saw somebody do a video on that. I just watched yeah. that recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, it, it's all for me. It's all in an effort to like, um, you know, eliminate as much stuff as I can, mm-hmm. 
So that's yeah. why I really like that one stick, you know, one stick deal. So, mm-hmm. okay. So let's go back to the Eastern woods then. So if a guy, you know, since we're talking about climbing methods, right? Mm-hmm. If a guy, let's say, or gal, they have, they, let's say they already have their uh, saddle and they've been told, okay, they've got this DIY bug. They've, they've been told that, hey, there's a guy out there that's selling all this awesome stuff that you can mix and match and build your, your kit the way you want, right? Mm-hmm. And they go to there and like, we're, we're going to start with sticks. What, what, what are some of the options that, that they might, that, that you offer that they can put together a stick, whether it's going to be like a set of sticks or just one stick or, or, you know, what, what yeah. are the options? Yeah. For the DIY, I mean, we sell, I mean, pretty much everything. So we sell the tubes. We just introduced the, um, you know, just a one inch tube and we always sold them as a 24 inch tube. Well, we're just doing them custom now. So if you want, I cut a 15 inch one for a guy today. So if you want mm-hmm. a 15 inch, you want a 17 and a half inch tube, um, we'll cut them to size for you. And then you've got the steps, whether they're angled or straight. Uh, and that's a good question that always comes up. Why do I have angled and why do we have straight, uh, you know, double steps? Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, the angled, if you're on a crooked tree, some guys like that angle. So your foot doesn't slide off as easily. But um, right. I, I like the straight ones personally myself. Um and then you've got the uh, standoffs, which uh, ours are pretty beefy, uh, get you a little bit farther away from the tree than others. And we do them in a couple different si- styles. So they're the lightweight and then the ultra lightweight version, which has been machined uh, a lot more. So a little more money for those, but they're you know much lighter. And same with the double steps. We have the ultra light versions of those and uh, buttons and you know our own Aluma button. Uh, which is very similar to a Versa button. Um, so yeah, I mean that multiple ways of attaching your sticks to the tree and then multiple ways of doing an aider. And that's all the rage right now is uh, using an aider. And yeah. Yeah. You probably have some you're using when you're one sticking. Uh, you know, I just started practicing um, this year with a one-step aider. I've tried aiders before. Mm-hmm. I've tried, I've even tried like the rope ladder ones, yep. you know, like the mm-hmm. Yates, or was it Yates or whatever, uh, not, yeah, whatever it was, the, you know, the big wall the big ladders wall. and things like that. Mm-hmm. I found that those uh, swing, because basically you are a pendulum, right? You are the <laughs> yes. plumb bob. And if you, and, yes. and, and gravity is going to win, even if it's not, even if it, you think it's a dead straight tree, you will find, trust me, mother nature will make you find <laughs> the low point. So I, I've tried multiple aiders and I'm, I'm, I'm liking just like a not too, not too crazy step height, single mm-hmm. aider. You know, mm-hmm. I don't like being able to swing out too far. So yes, yeah. I have gone down that road. I did it with, uh, I think tubular webbing and some, uh, pecs, uh, quarter inch mm-hmm. pecs or whatever inside to keep it open. So sure. that's, that's kind of what I'm, what I'm, um, doing, but, um, seems like there's a lot of companies out there offering like, like cable aiders, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, amp steel aiders, you know, what, what's, uh, what's your, I know you might offer a bunch of different ones, but what's your preference? Do you, do you do aiders at all? Yes. So I used, uh, uh, sewn webbing aiders last year. Uh, two years ago, I used a carry you go. And for some reason, the, the benefit of that is you're not leaving an aider on a stick. And that was when I was using multiple sticks and an aider right. hanging off a stick could be, you know, swinging in the wind, but, uh-huh. I, I fumbled with it and just too many pieces and afraid of dropping it. And so I, I went yeah. to the Sonator and I 
I was prototyping a single and a double step eighter uh, all season. So that's what I used, and that's what I'm planning to use this year as well, a two-step sewn in eighter. We made a double step that's got slots, so you can tie your own, just pass it through the slot, and you just tie a knot on the other side, mm-hmm. or you can sew your own on, or then I offer them, you know, sewn, and you can pick what length okay. you want and what color you want. and. I'm big on options. I just like to yeah. give guys options, you know, colors and sizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think um, it, I, I'm getting the idea that uh, you are offering like pretty, I mean, pretty like detailed custom orders to whatever guys want. Like you're saying, the size right. of the stick, the exact mm-hmm. step they want, the exact length of eighter they want, you know. Right. And that yep. that's, you know, solves the problem of... Um, because if someone doesn't know, let's say they were going to make a um, like a tubular webbing aider like I have, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, you're like, man, how much do I order? And how much does mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, uh, an overhand knot, fall, you know, with a retrace take? Right. And, you know, how much material does it take? How much, mm-hmm. uh, you know, how much am I supposed to order? Whereas if they, you know, order it from you, I'm guessing you've got these sizes down or at least how, how much, uh, you know, lengths you're going to need down, you know, pretty close. So they're probably mm-hmm. going to end up end up saving some money, even though they're getting a custom or you know a, a right. custom order. They're probably going to end up saving money long, unless they want you know you know ten twenty extra feet or whatever of like webbing <laughs> lying around, which some people do. Right. That's fine, you know, because you know yeah. tinker and stuff. But um, for someone who mm-hmm. just wants to go and be like, hey, I want this, 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 that's a pretty damn good option. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. Yeah, we used to sell the tubular web- webbing by either a six foot or fifteen foot. And we just did away with that. Is it you buy however many feet you want? We just run it off the spool and cut it. So right. it's more work on our end. You know, we can't pre-cut stuff, but you know, you get exactly what you need and nothing more. So yeah, that's that's fantastic. And then this, and then the stick, uh, the tubing, like well, mm-hmm. everything about it, really, it's all aluminum, right? And and I, I and and they're drilled for for like lightweight. Is that? Yes, we have two options with the tubing. We have just our regular standard tubes, which we basically just cut to whatever length you want, and that's what you get. Um, If you want some pre-drilled holes for your steps or your Versa button, Aluma button, whatever, uh, we we do that most of the time. Guys will ask Mm -hmm. me, I'm sure we'll we'll just do it for you. The feather stick is is our lightened uh, aluminum one-inch tubing uh, stick. And what we did is I got with my machinist and we just brainstormed ideas on how can we lighten this without drilling holes in it? Um, You know, that's been done. So let's just do something different and make it stronger. So it's not, you know, ever going to flex. We want it strong. We don't want it to be weak. And the fluting, similar to a rifle barrel, uh, Mm It's it's basically that, but it's not a continuous flute. So it's broken up, so it's leaving a lot of structure in place. Uh, oh, they look cool, yep. but they, yep. they they still are they're lightening it up, and uh, yeah, it looks kind of cool. I think uh, I know I know what you're talking about. I think I've seen it, and they actually have it uh, for anybody that that's into ARs. I know a lot of yes. uh, <laughs> uh, like foregrips, you know, or mm-hmm. hand guards. Sometimes the, you'll, you'll have like that. It's kind of like a big long dimple, you know, like a, mm-hmm. like a long oval dimple, you know, but not right. not cut out. But yeah, yeah, they, 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 that should look pretty sweet, so, pretty functional too, as far as you know, strength. Right. Yeah, it's removing material, but it's not. There's no holes in it except for right. the standoffs and the the aluma button. Mm-hmm. 
That's cool. That's yeah, pretty pretty stylish too. If you're gonna go custom, why not? You know, right, right. <laughs> All right. Yep. So they so they get their stick. They can either they can either say, "Hey, Dan, can you build me a stick?" Or, "Hey, here's what I want," and just give me all the pieces, and they can kind of do it on their bench and and drill mm-hmm. it where they want. So then they're moving down the line. It's like, okay, now what do I need? I need I need rope. Okay, now ropes mm-hmm. are a big deal, and I know um, I've talked to you about them before too. It's like. Uh, you know, first of all, one, one, one thing is, you know, what rope do I use? And a number two, Mm -hmm. how the hell do I tie these knots and what I need to know, you know, what do I need to know about them? So, um, it seems like guys are moving towards, well, maybe, maybe they're not, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but Mm -hmm. they're moving towards a lighter, more flexible rope, like, like the eight millimeter Oplux, like I'm using. Are you, are you seeing that trend? Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Um, we sell more of the eight millimeter out. Eight millimeter oplux than any other rope, so yeah, by far. I can't keep it in. It's stock. amazing stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's so packable yeah. and so strong. So that's the beauty of it. Now that thing is rated to what twenty? Was it 22, 24 kilonewtons? I believe. Yeah, which is about as strong as you're going to get in any kind of you know rope that you're going to hang from. Right. Yeah, unless you go big. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, and then there's, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, with, with the bigger, like 11 millimeter, 12 millimeter, whatever ropes that you might get from, um, I don't know, like it's from like a tethered package or, mm-hmm. or something else like that, you know, and mm-hmm. those things are great. Nothing wrong with them whatsoever. But, um, when you want to do a little more packable, you know, some guys, I mean, I, I pack like a girl, like I still have to have like a big backpack, <laughs> but I still can, can pack. And I use two tethers. I, I use, you know, like, like a backup when I'm up there anyway. Plus I need one to get around limbs if I'm climbing. So mm-hmm. I have two identical Oplux, uh, tethers and both of those, um, plus, you know, about 20 feet of paracord from my pull rope. Plus mm-hmm. my kind of, I don't know, six feet around like ratchet strap that I, that I ratchet my um, uh, uh, stick to, you know, once once I'm at height, you know, and, and I'm, right. that's, that's where it's going to be. All of that actually fits in. I have a pouch and it's a it's a Kafaru uh, small belt pouch. It's their size small. Mm-hmm. Um, it all of that fits in into that pouch on my saddle. Now, yeah. if I wanted to, if I wanted to be one of these guys, I could walk in with my saddle and just that stuff. You know, I, I don't, I mean, it stays in that pouch, but, you know, I carry other stuff and, you know, that's, that's just me, but it's the, the, the packability of, like I said, you have, I can have two complete tethers, like literally like in the palm, you know, I can make a big fist mm-hmm. and have both of them, including carabiners, including the, you know, the, the, I have a, I use, I use Prusik and I use, I use a Kong duck on the other one. Um, mm-hmm. All of that can just basically fit in my hand. Versus, you know, that's the same size as like one coiled up like an 11 millimeter, you know, beefier rope, you know, so and the strength is there. The suppleness is there um, and it's burn resistant. I mean, if you cut this thing, you have to either put heat shrink on the end of it or like electrical tape or, or gaffer tape or something because you can't burn the end of, of Oplux, nope. you know. Nope. <laughs> it, it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, heat resistant and uh, it, it's rescue rope. Um, yeah. you know, for tactical special operations. And, uh, if you just want a sneak peek exclusive first heard here, uh, we are introducing a new type of rope next week. Uh, oh. hopefully by the end of next week, I'll have it. It is basically exactly like Oplux. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but from another company and I'm gonna, at some point here in the near future, have sewn eyes on 
you know, you know for your nine foot tether lineman mm -hmm. rope or your 40 foot repelling rope so interesting yeah it's coming it's it's just like oplux though is it um, same size or same size eight millimeter pretty much same color same specs a little bit higher weight rating mm -hmm. um i think it pushes a little bit higher weight rating but uh same type of thing it's a tactical rescue rope i i can't wait to hear about it now um <laughs> I want to back up one second here. The reason um, I mentioned the uh, the heat resistance of it, right? Like someone would be like, mm -hmm. well, who cares? Well, why are you, you going to melt it? Well, like you said, it's used as rescue rope, which means, you know, people go up and down or, or rappel down the thing. Now, there's this this kind of trend. Uh, maybe not a trend, but like, you know, a lot of people are now are, are, are climbing either SRT, like single rope technique, dual mm -hmm. rope technique. But they're also, even if they don't do that, they're they're rappelling down, right? Mm -hmm. Um Meaning when you're repelling, you've got a friction, you know, whatever you use, like a belay, it's not a belay device, it's a repel device, um, or, you know, like a black diamond, what, ATC, I believe. Mm -hmm. But you yeah. back that up with some sort of friction hitch, right? And, I, and I've tried mm -hmm. it. I'm not that big a fan. I don't really need to repel. But when you're coming down, that friction hitch is what's kind of, it's, well, it's friction, right? I mean, it's one mm -hmm. rope sliding through the friction of another rope. And that's why with some of these ropes, it's it's important to not melt the sheathing off of it if you're rappelling down. Not that you're whizzing down like your SEAL Team 6 about to crash into like, you know, a building somewhere, you know, <laughs> um, fast roping off a Blackhawk. But, um, yep. you know, you, you still want you, st you still want to keep the integrity of that sheath over time. You know, and that's why that the heat resistance and melt resistance of something like like Oplux or maybe this other rope that you're introducing. That's mm -hmm. why that that's important for some people. Right. You so know. you're telling me you're not repelling and you're one sticking up. You you one stick down. I I am. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. I'm I uh, one stick up or one stick that. down. I know. I try, and you know why? Um, I tried it, and uh, I I don't mind. It's not the repelling part that I mind. It's the extra rope in there. Yeah. Because yeah. now, if I was just a um, if I wasn't so anal and I was just like a single tether guy. Mm -hmm. um it wouldn't be a big deal but i don't want to have two you know well one like let's say well how, how how much rope would you need to have to repel let's say let's say if I, I i rarely go higher than like 16 feet but i mean let's just say you go to like 18 feet or something right, right. would you need like mm -hmm. twice the amount of rope there you need like you know 36 no. feet of it or no but you know i've got a tree i might be up at 30 feet uh most of them oh, wow. I'm at 20 but one tree i i, I go to i i gotta get up um, but most of the time I'm at, at 20, but if you might go to a higher tree, you gotta have enough to be where you're at above your head and girth hitch around the tree and tie the knot on the end. So I tell guys, yeah, 35 is about minimum. Uh, right. I take 40 just, you know, with Oplux being so small, it's not too bad. So I have that. And then one other rope, uh, to get around limbs and I climb with the rappel rope I hang from it, and then I can just rappel right down. So um, you're talking about 35, 40 feet for a guy going 20 or or yeah. for a guy going, going higher? 30. Yeah, for, for a guy going, going 30, 30 okay. feet. Mm -hmm. Yep. So what would I need for, like, let's say at max? I mean, I'm, I'm rarely, like I said, above 18 feet. So if I wanted to go, like, 18, plus 18 feet is kind of like what my um, uh, uh, pull rope is. Oh, okay. okay. Uh -huh. So, you know, so that, I mean, I can make it longer, whatever it's paracord, but, um, 
So when you rappel down, you obviously need another um, kind of cord or you know paracord or something like that mm-hmm. to hook to the top so you can kind of open up that loop, correct? Correct. And have that right. and have that uh, come down. Yeah. So, okay. So if I wanted to go again, let's say 18 feet max, mm-hmm. how much rope would I need? I would recommend still 30. 30. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just to give you that little extra, that tire, you know, you're going to lose up to three feet in knots. So right. girth hitching it around the tree. Um, so, you know, I, I, I'd still say 30, give yourself a little cushion and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, repurpose, maybe get a little longer, uh, pull up rope and then just use it for both purposes. Right. So it's your right. pull up, let down rope and your pull down rope for your rappel. For your rappel, yeah. Do you want to go into into the rappel real quick? What what sure. you're kind of talking about? Kind of kind of detail it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I do get a lot of questions. It is becoming more and more popular, and and really because of one sticking, so many people are starting to do the one sticking. Myself, yeah. I just find one sticking down would be just too much work. And yeah, I know well, it's it's kind of yeah. <laughs> all last season. I actually used two, or actually I used three or four sticks. Uh, pretty much every hunt, and mm-hmm. I still repelled uh, out of the tree. It's more fun. It's in my mind, if you're doing it right, you know what you're doing. It's safer than mm-hmm. coming down, trying to fish for that step, and you know, try to you know look for it on your way down. Going up with aiders is pretty easy. Coming down with aiders is a little bit harder. So yeah. repelling yeah. is is easier and. Really, besides the rope, um, I do recommend a quick link at the top, not a carabiner, and then some sort of a you know device, a rappel device. I mm-hmm. use the safeguard out of spec is my uh, disclaimer. Uh, it is out of spec for Oplux. Uh, nine millimeter would be better, but um, uh, I use it with eight millimeter, no problem. And then your backup. So you have a hollow block or a bill jammy with a carabiner and that's all you need. So, so the, the idea then is like when you're up there, uh, you climb mm-hmm. up, however, however you climb up and you're like, okay, it's the end of the day. It's not, you know, it's, it's, it's dark. It's the sun's, yeah. you know, pitch black out. You got to get down the tree. You're probably cold. You might be cold, frozen, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you're instead of, you know, fishing around, like you said, for a foothold or fishing, you know, moving your stick constantly back down, which again is, is a pain. Mm-hmm. Um, you basically, you, you hook up the way you're going to, you know, hook up your repel stuff, your gear, mm-hmm. and you just slowly, uh, kind of d- descend. And then as you, yeah. you know, you can take your stick, you know, and what, or sticks, right. And you can mm-hmm. stop at each kind of height of stick and reach over, disconnect it, toss it to the ground, go down to the neck, you know what I mean? And then just go right. all the way down. And yeah. the way you get your rope down. So basically we've got a, a rope that's at the top that you're hanging off of that you're going to rappel down. It's girth hitched around the tree. So once you're on the ground, you got to figure out a way, well, how am I going to get my rope down? So there is mm-hmm. a second longer, you know, not longer. So there's a second rope that you're, that's attached. Uh, so it could be like paracord. It's not weight bearing. Mm-hmm. And all that does is just kind of pull on the, on the loop, right? At the top, Correct. at the very top, wherever it's girth hitched to open up that loop. And then the rope kind of falls, falls down. Right. Right. Yeah. If there's no limbs, just loosening it a little bit, it'll fall straight down. The weight of the quick link is actually a benefit at that point. Uh, It just, boom, it'll just fall right down. Now, if there's limbs, then you just keep pulling and you end up pulling the end with the loop on it all the way down. The other end goes through it and then it falls down. 
So it, 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 so it pulls itself out of the girth hitch, basically, yep. right? It, it ungirth hitches itself, and it just yeah. comes out. Yeah. The biggest it, thing is, it. if you can walk away from the tree as you're pulling mm-hmm. it, it works better. Uh, I never had for to the angle. Up. Yeah, I never got had to hang up. I never had to climb back up the tree and reset anything. So um, my fun last year was trying out different things. So the safeguard has a lever. You can either use the lever wide open and control your descent with your, you know, auto block. Or Mm -hmm. you can open up your auto block and control your descent with the lever. Either way, when you let go of that, you're, you're, you're stopped completely. So that's where you take your platform off or your sticks off and then can continue down. Now, yeah. when I tested it with an ATC style or a figure eight, I didn't have enough wraps in my auto block. And so it wasn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't go completely hands-free. You, you should tie off when you do it that way. But I, you know, I was trying it to see what I could do. And for the most part, I mean, I'm a bigger guy. Like I said, I'm 6'5", 230. And I would get to my stick, I would let go gingerly and undo my stick as I was sliding down. And Mm -hmm. I would have just enough time, it was slow enough, that I could pull my stick off as I'm just slowly descending. And then, uh, you know, open it back up a little bit, get to the next stick, take that one off. Uh, But an additional wrap uh, of the Beal Jammy or the hollow block would have probably, you know, prevented that slippage. Can you talk about what an auto block is? Is mm-hmm. is is an auto block a, a device or is it a type of hitch? It's a type of hitch. So okay. that is your backup, and most often, you know, just tied right off on your lineman loop. So you tie it off there, connect it with a carabiner, um, and that is, you know, grabbing your rope for you. So right. um, you, you typically would, and then that's just where you that. feed. And that's mm-hmm. where you feed the the tag end in your hand, right? You pull Correct. up. I mean, you, you pull up one way. To, I can't remember which way it is, obviously. So don't take advice from me. But you pull <laughs> up. I think to, to to break it, and then you kind of move it down more in line for it to start slipping again. Is that right? Or you or you grab it and move it, kind of? Uh, is that? It's pretty much just uh, when it's weighted. Uh, you're just kind of pinching off the top of the auto block, and you can do it just one-handed you're pinching that off and it it opens that knot up and allows it to slide through Mm -hmm. right okay yep so um the setup would be we've got our we've got our tether um which is also our rappel rope now going through a um well, I, like, I have one of those black diamond ATCs. I know they sell another um, mm-hmm. thing called a, like a figure eight. I don't know how to use one, so I'm not going to, mm-hmm. you know, go pretend to say anything about it. But um, so it goes, it basically, it goes through. That ATC is clipped. Uh, th- sorry, the ATC and the rope is clipped through a carabiner on your bridge, correct? correct. It kind of goes in and out, and it kind of feeds out. Right. And it kind of does like a big U shape. Yeah. And then after that, you have what you what we call an auto block, which is a friction hitch. Now, do you is is it a Prusik or is it a different type of hitch, or is an yeah. auto block its own type of hitch? It is, and uh, there's other names for it. Like I think French press it is another okay. another name for it, but auto block is you know kind of what it's known as in that use as a backup. Okay. So that is a that is the name of the hitch. 
Uh, probably or, more the name of a group of hitches that would function in that group uh, of the hitch. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Not a specific knot. Not right. a specific knot. Okay. All right. Because that's where it gets confusing in, mm -hmm. for, for for people, and it got confusing, you know, obviously for me because yeah, I'd, I'd hear the term auto block, and it's like, okay, is that an actual device? Is it an actual um, yeah the name mm -hmm. of a hitch because like like you and i have talked before like so, some of the terms with like knots and hitches and things like that yeah um they, they, they might go by a variety of names you know mm -hmm. so you're like okay is this the same thing it looks like it's tied <laughs> the same way but if it's not you know and if it's the wrong way i don't want to end up on the ground <laughs> from 20 feet up you know it's, yeah and and you know and I've, I've certainly had that concern so mm -hmm. um I, you know i tried the uh, i tried the rappel thing in my basement off of you know like some you know some rafters and stuff you know mm -hmm. um so i'm mm -hmm. literally I'm, I'm literally going down like three three four feet before you know if i, if I tuck my knees up you know to to, mm -hmm. to kind of try and, and descend and use the the hitch on that stuff and it was working fine um i i would i would i would trust it you know in in a tree mm -hmm. i would certainly just like with anything by the way i mean if you're not sure about any of this whether it's climbing a tree or anything go practice a couple feet out you know go practice doing this before you know you, you you climb up all the way but i think one of the other things that uh deterred me away from that was not only like the length all that that extra length of rope that i need but mm -hmm. i also got to carry this this um uh an extra you know i, I got to have this extra auto block hitch mm -hmm. right i got to have mm -hmm. this extra carabiner off you know clip to my lineman belt or whatever i got to have this atc device also and i just thought it was more um fumbly trying to or that it would be fumbly trying to get all the stuff like hooked up again at the end of the hunt you know right. um yep. again this is all in my basement i have not done this in the <laughs> woods so maybe i'm completely out to lunch on this but mm -hmm. i thought man i gotta dig around for you know for this for this etc thing now and i gotta hook it up this way and i gotta re you know do these knots and and i i thought it was just gonna be a little more complicated than it's like screw it i'm just gonna descend down i don't i don't go that high anyway Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm just gonna, you know, but, um, I, I, I can see, I deck, I can definitely see the benefit of it just being able to, to come down. Like I said, it looks like it's a whole lot of fun, mm -hmm. but, it um, is. speaking of one sticking, you know, one of the problems that, that I definitely see either going up or down, uh, but sometimes down is, you know, I'm using, you know, 764 Sam steel, right. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very flimsy, which it's very light. You know, which is fantastic, right? I mean, it packs up to nothing. It makes mm -hmm. everything light and 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 compact. But um, trying to get the and it's it's a daisy chain, and mm -hmm. so trying to get the exact tightness um, as you go. If the tree has a little bit of a taper, you usually with yeah. between like one loop and the other loop. Yeah. And if you go a little bit too much, um, I've had it where you know the stick. You, you you place it somewhere but then like on the back side of the tree the, the you know the, the rope falls down mm -hmm. you know instead of staying up and then mm -hmm. when you put weight on it then the stick is too far down now you're like oh crap i gotta reach this you know you gotta reach all the right. way down and you're hoping like the stick isn't you know too far out of your reach to be able to like lift it back up again and we all know how much of a pain it is to like move this rope up tree bark mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what i mean and you know again it's it, it may not be that big a deal in october but you know early september no matter where you are you're going to be like crazy hot and sweaty you don't want to deal yes. with it or in december your fingers are probably going to be frozen by the end of time you get to the end of the hunt <laughs> and you lose that that fine motor skill and dexterity so it could be a safety thing too so That's i could true. see both ways mm -hmm. you know yep yeah mm -hmm. 
for sure. And that's why most guys with one sticking, they're, they're going to a cam cleat. So uh, the cam cleat is just easier to do, uh, to set up uh, and then pop it off and lift mm. it up and, and, and redo it. So we've been The only on reason that. I haven't tried that, Dan, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead, I'll cut you off. No, we, we've been working on a cam, a cam cleat alternative, but mm-hmm. uh, I hope to be testing it soon. Uh, it's just taking much longer than we had thought, but the cam cleat definitely helps in a one stick. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. My one fear is that uh, I'm going to drop the thing. Um, when, when I'm, when oh, I'm mm-hmm. going up the tree, you know, uh, one, one side of that, uh, that daisy chain, like never comes off the Versa button, right? It's, it's right. sewn in, mm-hmm. so it's tight. And then you, um, you know, you, you take the button off and you, and you put it through. So that one will, will not come off. So you always mm-hmm. have it on one side. The other side obviously has to come off because, you know, you put whichever, right. you know, loop you want to put it through. But when I'm going up, I never disconnect. I never like take the, um, the amp steel off of that button, you know, and just okay. move it up. So I'll kind of like reach down and I'll, I'll shimmy the stick up and try to reach my hands around and shimmy the, the you know, the, the mm-hmm. rope up the backside, you know, kind of like I, I reckon, I, I kind of reckon it to like, you know, if you're trying to like, you know, squeeze into your fat pants, you know, you kind of <laughs> go left, right, left, right, up, down, back, forth, yep. you know, kind of just kind of shimmy it up uh, as you go. But mm-hmm. I know that if I draw, if it slips out of my hand for some reason, it's not going to fall down to the bottom. I mean, I fall a little bit, but it's not going to fall all the way down. You know, right. whereas I'm always afraid that if I, if it's one of those, I, I disconnect it, you know, completely and just move mm-hmm. the stick up. If for some reason I drop the thing, I'm like, oh crap, yeah. you know, um, I mean, I, I carry a, a, a couple of screw in steps or I want anyway, you know, to mm-hmm. j- just for, for emergencies or I'm not allowed to use them here in public land, but right. you know, if I need to get down, I'm going to use it as an emergency. But, sure. um, that, that's, that's one of the, the things with the camp cleat that's like, oh man, I don't know if I want to completely disconnect that, you know, the, the, the rope that goes around, you know, yeah. the, the tree on one end, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Right. No, totally understandable. And uh, uh, one thing I just thought of, I forgot to mention on the one sticking with a rappel rope, uh, yeah. if you're going to be rappelling. And I believe it was Carl from Tethered was demonstrating this at Saddlepalooza, uh, you know, going up the tree with his rappel rope. And then you're all set to rappel down. But if at any time you had an issue while you're climbing, mm-hmm. um, anything at all that you dropped your stick or emergency you had to get down you can just start repelling right from where you are so right right you, there's no changing your gear around there's no i mean you're ready to go and yeah. that's kind of a nice thing too you know uh just to be able to go up and if at any point in the process you got to get down you can just start repelling down right yeah you mm-hmm. drop a stick something happens yeah absolutely that's um yeah, there's so many options, man. You know, that's that's what makes this that's what makes this so much fun for someone like me because mm-hmm. um, I'm a tinker. I like trying different, you know, I like trying different options, but but just like with anything, it's like, okay, here let's say method A, you know, mm-hmm. with gear list A. If I do this, this and this, this is these are the benefits, but if this happens then, you know, this is kind of a pain. Or mm-hmm. if I do like gear list B, it's like, well, I'm carrying more stuff, but, you know, this, it, it, it will work out if, if, you know, situation X happens. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. trying to sort out, like, the what-ifs and the, and the backups. I'm a big backup person, you know. So mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, that's that's kind of been the you know part of the fun of this for me is I mean it's oh, yeah. it's kind of fun climbing up and down trees, yeah, <laughs> swinging around. You know, <laughs> we definitely spend more time doing that than we probably do shooting and doing other things, preparing for the hunt. <laughs> oh, well, I did last year because I didn't yep. draw back on anything. You know, all I did was swing swing around in the tree all all you know all hunting season long. I didn't get get any shots. So, mm. um, all right. So we're almost an hour into this here, and I want to talk uh, one one more um, uh, one one more into this one more topic into this, and I want to talk about um, the 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 different hitches and kind of you know like like the Kong duck or the rope men one or the, or the Prusik mm-hmm. hitch and and a beal jammy and, and, and things like that. So obviously the hit, you know, those things are what connects our, 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 our carabiner from our bridge to the tether, right? Um, the simplest mm-hmm. one is a Prusa hitch. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, um, you know, I, I did some videos on this, I did like four videos on it. I did like four videos on kind of just common knots that, that someone new to this might need to know, like a figure eight on a bite, Prusik, a stop or not, you know, d- double or a fisherman's knot. So um, the, the Prusik obviously is the one that, like I said, connects our carabiner to our bridge from, from our carabiner to our bridge to the, the tether. Now, um, this past year I was using the Beal Jammy and I also used the Beal Cordelette that I made. Cause I think the Jammy for me ends up being a little too long. I like a short Prusik and okay. because it's a sewn, you know, the, the, the mm-hmm. Beal is kind of sewn. You can only make it so short, you know, right. but the, with the Beal Cordelette, which is the same, you know, was it 22 kilonewton stuff? Um, I can make that Prusik a little bit shorter. Now, I personally, because a Prusik works so well, which is great because it bites so well, it's hard to move. Um, yes. And I do tend to move and adjust my angle. Some people don't once they're, you know, find mm-hmm. the right height and all that stuff. But I tend to, you know, move my, adjust my angle up and down um, quite a bit. So this year I uh, got a Kong duck you know, mm-hmm. from you. And I've been practicing with that. I love that thing. That thing's great. Uh, a little bit bulkier than a Ropeman one, but it's actually rated for use on Oplux. Right. Now, uh, what, what, what do you use? What, what is it, you know, what, what do you think would work best for, you know, a guy starting out versus some, you know, a little more experienced like you? Yeah. Um, so I've used a lot of different things, uh, starting off with the rope men on my tether. And that was with the, you know, the tethered, uh, ropes actually. Yeah. And I, I liked it, um, worked well for me. I didn't have any qualms about using that, but I, you know, swapped down to a smaller rope. And so then you have to, you know, look at it differently, use right. inspect stuff for that. And, um, so I first used the Beal, Beal jammy and a Prusik. And I don't know if it was my extra weight or what, or especially when it was raining and wet, it locked down just a little too much for me. And mm-hmm. like you said, it's a little harder to move. So I switched to a distal hitch using TRC, but you can use the Beal Cordelette as well. Um, mm-hmm. Both, uh, I've tested them both. They work great. And in a distal or a Schwabish, uh, I just can't pronounce or spell that so i always just yeah. use distal as my uh, example <laughs> they're very similar yeah and uh in that configuration uh very easy to unweight you know you can easily push that back up and i don't even use a tender on my tether really um i don't adjust it as much but going from leaning to sitting 
I, I might have to adjust it. So you can just reach yeah. up and pull it down. And then when you stand back up, you can just pull the tag under the rope and, you know, you can hold it and pull it up. It's not a big deal. Um, but a lot of guys will use a tender on that. So I, right. I got away from using the duck and the ropeman on my tether. I do use a duck on my lineman though. Um, okay. It's just very, when I'm using sticks anyway, um, the duck on the Oplux for linemen works great. Yeah, I, uh, again, out of spec, but um, if I, I, I like the Ropeman one a lot, and I'll use that um, on, with Oplux as my lineman belt, because, mm-hmm. I, again, out of spec, do it at your own risk, but right. um, I, I don't see the, personally, I don't see the issue with, with loading it. Um, mm-hmm. in, in the application that you're going to use is as a lineman belt. Now I don't trust anything mechanical as far as like hanging from it. That's why, you know, I, even with the Kong duck, like I said, I have a backup tether. That's just a good old Prusik. Right. But mm-hmm. for minor adjustments while I'm hanging up there, I found that, that the Kong duck is, you know, uh, I, I've been practicing with it is works really, really good, you know? And then mm-hmm. once you move that main tether, you know, then you, you know, and, and the weight is off of it, then I can easily move when they're slack in the backup one that I can move the Prusik up and down. Now I've mm-hmm. tried using a tender just on a Prusik and it bites so well that I've never been able to get any tender to work, um, with on, the, on that, with the Prusik. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, they, I, some guys work. do it, but yeah. yeah, with with the distal or the swab schwabish, um, mm-hmm. they work on that, but they don't work on a prusik. Um, yeah, it just bites yeah. so well, which which yeah. should be comforting, by the way, to people like new to this, and they're like, "Man, are those knots going to hold me?" Oh yeah, trust <laughs> me, they're going to hold you too. Well. Sometimes you'll have hard hard time moving it to, to if you when you want it to move, you know. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I think uh, and. and 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 one of the thing that kind of makes well made me nervous the first few times that I was I was doing I gotta uh, pr- make sure that I don't do it is now what's your first reaction like when when you're when you're leaning back right and let's say you mm-hmm. want to like you're you're leaning a little too far and you want to stand more vertical stand more upright you know what what do guys do they reach forward and they grab the rope well what's the easiest part of the rope in front of them to grab mm-hmm. if it's a Prusik. They grab the Prusik, which yeah. unweights the Prusik, which is the way it's, it's supposed to work. But when you're <laughs> trying to pull yourself up, now yeah. you're, you're moving you're going the wrong way. down. <laughs> you're going the wrong way. Exactly. So you better have a stop you, or not. <laughs> you better. Exactly. So um, I suppose you can do the same. You can have the same. Uh, you can make the same mistake with a mechanical ascender, like a Kong duck or a rope and one mm-hmm. or whatever. But I think when you grab those devices, you're actually like squeezing the teeth tighter. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you should grab those, you know, pull yourself up by that, mm-hmm. but it's just one more little kind of back, not back up, I guess, but one more safety feature for me. Um, you know, I, I always try to tell myself, pretend a tethers like a, like a coiled snake, right? And be, <laughs> be, be very careful where you're going to grab the thing and yes. make sure you're grabbing it in a safe spot. Because like I said, if I reach up and grab that, that, that Prusik, I'm going the wrong way. But I know mm-hmm. if I make that mistake with a Kong duck or with, an, with a Ropeman one or whatever, the bigger rope, you can grab that. And it's, you know, unless you lift up on the, on the, on, on the teeth, on the gate kind of thing, then you're, mm-hmm. you're actually squeezing it and you can hold on to it and, you know, kind of pull yourself up. Not that I'm saying you should. You know, I did but, it all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I and did. It's, it's, now, it's, it's just one more thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Now. On the opposite spectrum, using your, like a distal hitch on mine now, 
if I'm leaning out and I'm trying to walk around the tree or get into a better position, I know I can easily reach around and grab my distal and lower, you know, give myself a little bit of slack. That's, oh, that is actually okay. one benefit of, of doing it that way. Um, yeah, there's a safety risk of, if you're not paying attention, but mm -hmm. there's times when you want, you, know, you just need a couple inches and you're already in position. You just need a little bit more room, a little bit more rope, and you can just reach over there and just give yourself a little more rope. Once so, you've kind of walked around the side of the tree right, or whatever, right. you're like, oh man, if I could just lean out a little more. Mm -hmm. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's yep. uh, yeah. There you go. That's a pro tip right there. <laughs> <laughs> I never even thought of that one. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Otherwise, on a on a dock or a rope man, you don't want to release that under pressure. No. Yeah. yeah. That's not good. Whereas on a distal, that's you know easily done. You just kind of pinch it right. just a little bit. Just give yourself a little bit of room. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So. Um, is there anything else that, uh, you know, aside from, you know, a, a guy that's, that's either starting or like well down the journey of this, right? That, that, mm -hmm. It's pretty obvious. Go to Eastern Woods Outdoors if you want to put together a kit. You, you are very accessible, by the way, um, even though you have a day job, you answer emails, all that stuff. So, I mm -hmm. mean, superb customer service. And I'm not just blowing sunshine up your skirt here, but um, <laughs> you're, 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 really, you're really good with that. So, you know, people that have questions can can ask you easily. But mm -hmm. um, is there anything that that you want to you know tell them that, that we haven't talked about here? I know we can go into like so much in depth about yeah. individual yeah. like gear and carabiners and this and that. But mm -hmm. I kind of I think we kind of covered some of the things that I want most of the things I wanted to cover. So any, anything else that, that glaringly that we're missing here? No, I mean that, that kind of cover the gamut of a lot of different things. Uh, but as a comment of the customer service and support, uh, I do have a Facebook page. Um, my son actually, who works for me, he monitors that more than I do. I'm not on Facebook. So if you mm -hmm. leave me a message on Facebook, I might not get to it as quick as if you email me or call me. So email right. is the best. I, I can get to that while I'm doing other things. So Email, you can message me on saddlehunter.com as well, but um, email or I've got a chat feature on the website too. That works pretty good. Oh, right. Yeah, that's right. I think, mm -hmm. I've, uh, I think I've used that. So, okay. Um, so any, uh, aside from the, this mysterious new rope, any other new, new products that you can talk about <laughs> on the horizon? Are you, are you developing uh, some, some, anything new, any, uh, you know, whatever? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I alluded to the the cam cleat alternative a little bit. We talked about that, right? But um, that that's been a big one we've been trying to work on this year, and uh, between my engineer and my machinist and trying to avoid any patent um, issues, we've had to go back and make some different design changes. So, mm -hmm. um, I hope to have a working a, a new working prototype here in the next couple of weeks that I can start playing with. So that's a big one um, because right now the cam cleats that are out there are not rated for what we're using them for. They're for tying off boats uh, in a horizontal plane, not for tying off a vertical stick on a tree. Mm -hmm. But a lot of guys are using them and I haven't heard of any failures, but um, to come up with something that's designed specifically for our use, I think would, would be huge. Um, 
Uh, the muddies come with them, right? Is it, is it like the muddy? The muddy yeah, okay. That's the only one. And that they've got a patent on that cam cleat. And uh, so we can't make it just like that. Mm. The problem is the newer versions, um, you know, it, they're just not as reliable. And so the guys, you know, it's not worth going out and buying a new one. It'd be better off trying to find an older one that's not recalled. And so there's some yeah. issues there trying to figure out which ones are good to use. So, right, right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So but, can I uh, can I put in a can I put in a request? Do you have like a request bet. box? Yeah. Okay. Make make a bigger platform that bolts to the top of a stick. <laughs> kind of <laughs> like the that? artisan, don't you know? Yeah. But yep. just a little bit bigger, something in between, like the artisan yeah. one and like a predator, something yeah. that I and I know there was a bit of a flap about like the little wings that kick out on the side of them, you know, as far as mm-hmm. patents go and things like that. But yeah. you know, something that kind of s- sticks out maybe that you can when you're around the side of the tree, you you could still get a, you know, a foothold mm-hmm. on and push off against, you know, mm-hmm. but still bolt solidly to one stick. I mean, I, I just need a little more room, you right. know, and a little more, but, uh, you know, we, we're that, starting that's my to one look re- at that. We've, we've looked at platforms for, for a long time and, uh, boy, you just need lawyers to go over all the patents that are out there with right. these, um, there's a few people that are patent happy. And uh, so it's navigating yeah. that is the challenge. Um, but what a few people have been doing is using the Artisan Outdoors uh, as it was designed and putting a scout on the front. I so saw using that. Both, using both of them. And that's yeah. a pretty cool, pretty cool thing. A little more weight um, mm-hmm. up there, but, you know, that's an option. And, yeah, uh, I, I saw pictures of that uh, on, on the forum mm-hmm. there. Look, look pretty neat. So, yeah, I mean, that just goes to show you the whole DIY uh, mentality of, of mm-hmm. like, you know, the saddle hunter community, you know. Right. I am meeting with a new machine shop that has different capabilities, including welding um, next week. So right now uh, we only do machining of aluminum and mm-hmm. to be able to have our own source for powder coating and welding. Ooh, now uh, you're talking. We we might there might be something coming. We're we're in the beginning stages. So. I can't wait. I can't <laughs> wait. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, man. I appreciate it. We're uh hour and seven minutes here. Um where can everybody uh where can everybody find you? Yeah, find me uh biggest biggest uh, way to get a hold of me is doublesteps.com. So Dano at doublesteps.com. Dano doublesteps.com. And you said uh, the face, you, got, you had a Facebook page, easy to communicate with uh, your son on there mm-hmm. for questions. And yeah, uh, are you on Instagram outdoors. too? Or? Uh, yeah, we're not active on there, uh, less than Facebook even. So, oh, are you? All, okay. All of those are. Yeah, Eastern I tag you in some stuff every now and then, but I don't know if you see him. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go look. You gotta, you gotta get on there. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um, why don't you stay with me uh, after we hang up here? So, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, again, I, I can vouch for uh, any, at least the, the service and the products that, that, that I've bought from, from, from Dan. Um, certainly, you know, I haven't bought any of the sticks or anything like that, but I've certainly gotten the, like the Kong Duck and the carabiners and the ropes and the Oplux and the, um, uh, tubular webbing and that kind of stuff. And, you know, it's, you heard it here. He's just adding stuff every single day. So make sure you go check that out. Make sure you go check out if, again, if you're new to this, uh, there's lots of videos out there. I have again, four of them, uh, for, for, for tying knots and stuff. If you have any questions about that, 
uh, you know, definitely seek out professional advice if you're unsure about any of this stuff. You know, we want you to have fun, but I don't want you to, to fall down on your ass from 20 feet up. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you guys next time. Thanks.